Hello, this is Chaplain Tricia, and I'm glad you're joining me um, for this time of worship. We are still in the season of the Sundays after Epiphany, after Jesus has been revealed um, through the star over Bethlehem to the wise men. We now see him um, revealing himself as he has begun his um, ministry in the world. And as people are getting to know Christ, um, they know that um, he indeed is holy and has come as um, part of God. And so we begin with a song that celebrates the God we know as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the Trinity, in the hymn, Holy, 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 on page two, um, we're going to sing verses one, two, and four. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, early in the morning our song shall rise to thee. Holy, 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 merciful and mighty, God in three persons, blessed Trinity. Holy, 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 all the saints adore thee, casting down their golden crowns around the glassy sea. Cherubim and seraphim falling down before thee, which word and art and evermore shalt be. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, all thy works shall praise thy name in earth and sky and sea. Holy, 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 merciful and mighty, God in three persons, Blessed Trinity. We come this day, precious God, as people in need of your steadfast love. With you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. We gather this day, water changing God, as people looking for signs. With you is the fountain of grace. In your hope, we see hope. We worship this day gifting God as people who confess Jesus as our Lord. With you is the fountain of joy. In your life, we see life. The Lord be with you and also with you. We pray together. Most holy God, the earth is filled with your glory. And before you, angels and saints stand in awe. Enlarge our vision to see your power at work in the world, and by your grace make us heralds of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen.
Our first reading today comes from Isaiah, and he shares his vision of seeing the Lord and um, hearing the voice of the Lord, excuse me, calling him to share his word. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lofty, and the hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraphims were in attendance above him. Each had six wings. With two they covered their faces, and with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. The pivots on the threshold shook at the voices of those who called, and the house filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips. And I live among a people of unclean lips. And I, yet my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphs flew to me, holding a live coal that had been taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. The seraph touched my mouth with it and said, Now that this has touched your lips, your guilt has departed and your sin is blotted out. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And I said, here am I, send me. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. Our second reading comes from the first letter that Paul wrote to the Corinthians and he is, again, sharing the good news um, with his fellow Christians. Um, and this is what he writes. Now, I would remind you, brothers and sisters, of the good news that I proclaim to you, which you in turn received, in which also you stand through which also you are being saved, if you hold firmly to the message that I proclaim to you, unless you have come to believe in vain. For I handed on to you as of the first importance what I in turn had received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers and sisters at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some had died. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, unfit to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, 
and his grace toward me has not been in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. Whether then it was I or they, so we proclaim, and so we have come to believe. Word of God, word of life, thanks be to God. As we prepare to hear our gospel, um, we will sing one verse of our gospel acclamation. We start with the first line, sing the first verse, and then end again with the first line. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. When I feel afraid, think I've lost my way, still you're there right beside me. And nothing will I fear as long as you are near. Please be near me to the end. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the fifth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. While Jesus was standing beside the lake of Genesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there. The fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then Jesus sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night long but have caught nothing. Yet, if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. When they had brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, right now we're going to go on a little fishing trip. And don't worry if you can't swim or if you get seasick or you hate sticking the worm on the hook because we won't have to leave dry land and it's not trout or bass that we are going after. What we're going to fish for are some very specific memories. 
I want us to think about when we were caught. Now, granted, there were probably some times that we were quite literally caught when it came to church or Sunday school. We were put into our Sunday best and given a seat in a pew and told to be still for the next hour. But those times don't count because while our bodies were present in church, our hearts and minds were probably looking longingly out the window or playing tic-tac-toe with a brother or sister on the back of the bulletin and didn't hear a word that was said. But instead, I'd like us to remember when it was we were caught in the net of Jesus Christ, when it was that our hearts and our minds, our whole being, was snagged and drawn to our Lord and Savior, when we knew with certainty that we wanted to live out the promises first made with, made for us in baptism, when we wanted to say yes to Jesus. It may have been a very gentle lure that appealed to our hearts, the stories told by a Sunday school teacher, the prayers said each day with the help of a grandfather, the hymns sung along with a mother, the inspirational cards sent by a neighbor. Perhaps it was the urging of an aunt who reminded us that there was church every Sunday or the phone calls of a friend who never gave up inviting us to go to Bible study or the pastor who kept track and visited when we weren't there. Or maybe it was a thrashing storm that threw us into the net, a serious illness or injury that threatened our life, the death of someone near to us that left us lost and confused, a time in our lives when nothing seemed to make sense or have purpose anymore. Be it a gradual process or a dramatic change, whatever hooked us was realizing that it was Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone who had something to offer us that no one else could. Salvation forgiveness, love, grace, peace, and hope. There is no food, no drink, no pleasure, no person on earth that gives our lives the meaning and direction that comes from our Savior. Jesus has touched the very inmost part of our being and has brought us to him and made us his for life. And the fish story continues. We were caught not to be brought to shore and left to live out the rest of our days staying wrapped in the net of our Lord, but we were caught to become catchers of people ourselves. Now, why, we may ask, would Jesus want me to be a fisher of people? Certainly there are people who speak better, know the Bible better, People who have more dramatic faith stories of faith to tell. In fact, why not just leave the fishing up to the professionals, the pastor-type people who get formal training on how to cast out nets? Why would Jesus want me? Simon Peter asked the same question. Why me, Jesus? Are you sure you don't want somebody else? I'm just a fisherman. Besides, I, I'm not good enough because I'm a sinner. I don't even deserve to be in your presence. 
And Jesus answered Simon Peter the same way God answered Isaiah in our first lesson today. The same way we are answered. I accept you for who you are and I forgive your sins and I make you mine. When we were caught in the net of Christ, we were taken as we were and changed by the blood of Christ into forgiven people. People who no longer stand before God with shame, but stand as inheritors of God's kingdom. And so Christ wants us to be fishers of people because we know firsthand what it means to have our sins forgiven. Because we know firsthand what it means to live as people who have the hope of eternal life. Because we know firsthand how Jesus has changed our lives. Christ has no hands but ours. Christ has no feet but ours. Christ has no fishing nets but ours. This fish story is a never-ending one. The story of how Christ saves can only be passed from generation to generation if we tell others the story. There are many hungry hearts, many thirsting souls, longing to be filled by Jesus Christ, longing to hear the good news. And the good news is the story of how we each were caught and how being caught changed our lives. No matter how gentle, how dramatic, how simple, how complicated, each of our stories is worth repeating and needs repeating to family and friends and neighbors and roommates and caregivers and the whole wide world. Seven billion people on a spinning ball, and they all mean the world to you, God. It's times like these that I feel so small. There must be something I can do. I played it safe in shallow water, never had the faith to cross the border. God, I've gotten good at being comfortable. It's time to leave my comfort zone because you said, go, go. I will make you fishers of men. I don't care who or where you've been. So don't be afraid to show the world your faith. Because you are never alone. Just go, go. I will make you fishers of men. Amen. And so we ask each day that our Savior, our Master, Jesus Christ, would just help us Walk with him um, and show us how to um, move the hearts of others so that they too can come and be caught by the love and the grace and the hope of Jesus Christ. We sing now our hymn of the day, O Master, Let Me Walk With You. Oh, Master, let me walk with you in lowly paths of service true. Tell me your secret, help me bear 
the strain of toil, the fret of care. Help me, though slow of heart, to move by some clear winding word of love. Teach me the wayward feet to stay and guide them in the homeward way. Teach me your patience, share with me a closer, dearer company in work that keeps faith sweet and strong, in trust that triumphs over wrong, in hope that sends a shining ray far down the future's broadening way, in peace that only you can give with you, O Master, let me live. Let us join our hearts together in the prayers. The Spirit of the Lord is poured out upon us in abundance, so we are bold to pray for the church, the world, and all that God has made. Send us out as apostles, sharing the hope of your salvation with the waiting world. God of grace, hear our prayer. Holy are you, O God of hosts. Heaven and earth are filled with your glory. Teach us to recognize you in the body, in the beauty of our natural world. God of grace, hear our prayer. Soften the hearts of rulers and governments that they perceive and tend to the needs of their people. Protect first responders and military personnel who risk their lives in service of others. God of grace, hear our prayer. Your steadfast love endures forever. Draw near to those who are scared, sick, or in pain, especially all who we name before you now in our hearts. God of grace, hear our prayer. We give thanks for our ancestors in faith who boldly answered your call. By their example, give us courage to live in faith and to proclaim your mercy until the day that you gather us into your glory. God of grace, hear our prayer. Since we have such great hope in your promises, O God, we lift these and all our prayers to you in confidence and faith through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The God of glory dwell in you richly, name you beloved, and shine brightly on your path. And the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Sorry, I forgot that last part. We close our worship today um, with another song that talks about um, following the call of our Savior, just being glad that we are, we are caught in his net and know that we can follow him all through um, the days of our lives. I can hear my Savior calling. I can hear my Savior calling. I can hear, I can hear my Savior calling. Take thy cross and follow, follow me. Where he leads me, I will follow. Where he leads me, I will follow. Where he le leads me, I will follow. I'll go with him, with him all the way. I'll go with him through the garden. I'll go with him through the garden. I'll go with him through the garden. I'll go with him, with him all the way. Where he leads me, I will follow. Where he leads me, I will follow. Where he leads me, I will follow. I'll go with him, with him, all the way. I'll go with him through the judgment. I'll go with him through the judgment. I'll go with him through the judgment. I'll go with him, with him, all the way. Where he leads me, I will follow. Where he leads me, I will follow. Where he leads me, I will follow. I'll go with him, with him all the way. He will give me grace and glory. He will give me grace and glory. He will give me grace and glory. And go with me, with me, all the way. Where he leads me, I will follow. Where he leads me, I will follow. Where he leads me, I will follow. 
will follow. I'll go with him, with him, all the way. Go in peace. Christ is your light. Thanks be to God. And thank you for joining me for this time of worship. I hope you have a pleasant rest of this day and a blessed week ahead.